0: It's episode 77 of Viking 360, and with Viking Sports still on hold a couple of more weeks, Rube, I chatted with a couple of Viking alum. This cold, snowy week inspired me to call Cole Waybright, a former Viking now residing in the Sunshine State. And Luke Lehigh has been a standout on the U-Pike basketball team. Now, no pun intended, he's trying his hand as a reliever on the U-Pike baseball team. Rube, what did you have? I talked with uh, Ripley graduate J.J. Mahan, and he has some
1: exciting news in that he recently produced an album. And I talked with Ripley Middle School wrestling coach Luke Parsons, also a Ripley High graduate. And I talked with uh, a recent graduate, Carter Casto, and he's playing uh, college
0: basketball in the state of Kentucky. Expectations are high this season for the wrestling team at Ripley Middle School. Mike Rubin had this conversation with the head coach of the Vikings.
1: We're talking on Viking 360 with the head wrestling coach at Ripley Middle School, Coach Luke Parsons. Luke, thanks for joining us today, man.
2: Thanks for having me, Rubin. It's always nice to talk to you.
1: And hey, you've been involved. It doesn't seem possible, but you've been involved with the Middle School Vikings for several seasons now. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, it, it feels like just yesterday that I was stepping out on the mat representing the middle school and now I'm coaching them. It's, it's, time sure has flown by.
1: And you've been with the program how many years?
2: Uh, it's about seven, so I was the assistant member of uh, my good friend Ronnie Mullins uh, for three years and I've been the head coach for the last four.
1: And not only the head coach, but the Wood County League Coach of the Year uh, a year ago. So congratulations on that.
2: Thank you. It's it's. I've I've been pretty darn fortunate um, with the kids that I've had, and they've made. I mean, they make it so easy. When you have a good group of kids like like we have here in Ripley. They're extremely coachable. They work hard. You know, they're they're all great kids, and it makes it so easy. And I've I've had. I've also been fortunate to have a bunch of um, a lot of help as far as the parents go and uh, with the assistant that he used last three years. Coach me actually when I was in middle school. He came out and helped me. He said, he was phenomenal. Tim Brown's been there the last couple of years. He's been phenomenal for me. Um, I've got Cam Faden here this year, and I, he was great with the Midget League the couple of years that he was there. And I'm, I'm really excited for him to help me out this year.
1: And Let's talk about this year's team. Some, How many kids do you have in the program? And, Coach, what are your expectations?
2: Um, I've got anywhere between 18 to 20. Um, usually the first official week of, of practice, there's some kids that, drop out and even some that, that come in a little late so we're still getting the final tally but it should be somewhere between 18 and 20. Um, I've got a really good group of returning 8th graders coming into their final season. I've got a really solid group of 7th graders. I've got a lot of young 6th graders that came in from like the midget league that are that are really solid fundamentally. I've I've set the expectations. We had um, some conditioning work this week that we were allowed to do with the kids, and I, I told them up front the expectation this year. Is, you know, last year we won the Wood County regular season. Um, we finished second in, in the tournament, and I told them there's absolutely no reason why we don't go back to back winning the regular season, and we should win the uh, the county tournament. And that's the expectation I've not only that I've set for them, but in my 8th grade leaders have set. You know, before I ever even talked to them, that was. The kids got together, and they decided this was the goal. This is what we're going to do, and COVID ain't going
1: to stop us. Hey, I like to hear that. Coach, let's let's turn back the clock a little bit and talk about your wrestling career. You had quite a career with the Vikings, and as a matter of fact, uh, qualifying for the state tournament uh, four consecutive years. And uh, tell us about your best finish down in Huntington.
2: Um, so, my best positional finish was, was third in my sophomore year. Um, yeah, I I, I worked hard to get that state title, and I, and I didn't get it done, but, you know, looking back on it, I was really fortunate, you know, not a lot of kids can go to states all four years, not all of them can place. um, so, you know, I'm, I'm really fortunate that I was able to, um, do something that not a lot of people get to do. I know all the hard work that I put into it, and the hard work that a lot of people put into it, so... You know, I'm, I'm really fortunate to have finished as good as I did. I had a lot of great teammates, a lot of them I've been lifelong friends with. You know, Jason Scott, the head coach, was a good friend of mine. He was a great person to help me out um, and help me become who I am. So, it's, you know, I, I have nothing but good memories on, on the time I had wrestling um, in high school.
1: And Luke, you talked about the having um, successful people around the program, and I know that was definitely the case with your family. It seems like your father Tim and your mom Mandy, even your sister, was always there as a statistician. So wrestling was a family affair for the Parsons clan. Oh yeah, and I, and I think that's you know
2: that's really the key to success, you know, in youth sports is you need to have a really solid. Foundational system, whatever that might be. You just, you just need people in your corner, um, giving you the right tips, the right, pushing you in the right direction. You have support, you know, at home, on the team, with your teammates, with your coaching staff, within the school. And you know, there's not. If you look at a lot of programs and a lot of sports, you know, a lot, not a lot of schools have that. Not a lot of schools have the support system that you know. I think we in Ripley are really fortunate to have across pretty much all of our sports.
1: Well, Coach Parsons, I thank you very much for spending some time with us today. I have uh, nothing but well wishes for your father, Tim, and his uh, continued efforts for his uh, medical reco- recovery. And best of luck to you this season once again with the Ripley Middle School Viking Wrestling Team.
2: Thanks, Drew. Like I said before, it's always nice to talk to you. Thanks for everything that you do for us in the, in the community.
0: This Ripley grad had a balanced high school career of playing football and tennis and participating in the choral program. He talks with Mike Rubin about his recent completed album, including a song about the Viking football legend. J.J.
1: Mahan has had an unusual college career in that it has taken him to New York, it has taken him to Los Angeles, and all types of uh, interesting experiences and Uh, We welcome J.J. to the podcast. J.J., good to have you with us.
2: Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you having me.
1: And uh, J.J. was a a Viking football player graduating from... With the class of 2016, the football team of 2015, and then took off on this, uh, I think you spent uh, a year or so at at Marshall and in Morgantown and then took off on this path that that has taken you across the country. But the exciting news is that you have recently released uh, your first album. So JJ, tell us if you will, uh, tell us uh, about that album.
2: Yeah, so uh, I, it's an album entitled Seasons. Uh, it's nine songs. Uh, pretty much just started working on it over this uh, this year of the, of the pandemic uh, that time in my home studio and really just felt inspired and wanted to create music and just have fun and I came up with this project and uh, felt good about it and Thought people would want to listen to it. <laughs> That's great,
1: and and people who know you, we've we've heard you sing uh, from the Wizard of Oz production uh, at Ripley High to uh, doing some great music up at West Ripley Baptist Church, and and now this. So it doesn't surprise us that you have a uh, a musical interest. But uh, there is one song in particular that is uh, of interest for us on the podcast, and that is a song uh, about your grandfather, Frank J Marino. Uh, he coached for 26 years uh, at Ripley High School football, the winningest coach of all time at Ripley High, and, and you put the song together about your grandfather.
2: Yeah, uh, so it's a song called Rainy Jay. Uh That's kind of about, it's about my grandfather and, and his passing. Um, I kind of talk about how, how I dealt with the passing and how, um, you know, it's still goes with me to this day uh, and kind of kind of what I would want to say to him if he was here and if he was here what I think he would say to me Um, so yeah that song definitely means a lot to me it was very special to have on this this project
1: JJ if someone wants to listen to the album what is the best way for them to go about doing that
2: okay uh, well Seasons is available everywhere. So if you have Apple Music, that's a good place. Spotify it's on there. You can play it on iTunes, uh, Amazon Music if you have that. Uh, any streaming service, and then uh, if you have none of that, uh, also you, you, you can listen to it on YouTube.
1: And this is sort uh, this is sort of a uh, an open ended question here. We've you've had such an interesting academic career, but do you have? Uh, What do you see down the road for J.J. Mahan? Anything in particular? What would you like to accomplish?
2: Um, Really, I just want to create and inspire uh, in whatever capacity that is. Uh, I love making music. I love acting. I love performing. Uh, And at some point, I would love to to share my knowledge with the youth and teach. And I just want to create and express... uh, express myself through art and that's just what I want
1: to do with my life well J.J. thank you so much for spending time with us and best of luck with with Seasons the new album produced by former Viking J.J. Mahan thank you so much Mike He was a standout on the basketball court and on the golf links during his tenure at Ripley High. Now, Cole Waybright keeps
0: tabs on his alma mater from the great state of Florida. This week's episode of Viking 360, we're joined now by a 2002 graduate of Ripley High School, a standout on the basketball court, as well as the golf links, and also the former sideline reporter for C98 of Viking football, Cole Waybright. Cole, thanks for being with me, bud. Hey, Brian. Good to be here. Thanks, man. Hey, first of all, happy
3: belated birthday, I guess, Saturday is your birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I celebrated another one on on Saturday, so another revolution quit, around the sun.
0: Have you quit counting yet?
3: Uh, it's, it's getting <laughs> close. <laughs> hey, man, so uh, tell us what's going on.
0: It's been a while uh, since uh, Viking fans have heard from you. I know you're living in Orlando now. You got
3: a little one. Uh, how are the wife and, and the,
0: the, the young one doing, and uh, how's life with Cole?
3: Uh it's it's going well, man. Yeah, you are right. We moved to uh Orlando, Florida, a little over three years ago now. So it's been a been a nice move. Um had the opportunity to take a, a job down here and uh it's a lot warmer winters, that's for sure. <laughs> um and as you mentioned, man, lot, lots changed here over the past basically almost nine months now, uh with our birth of our son Connor. So he's done great. Uh, Lindsay's done well. So we're, uh, we're very thankful for, for what we've got right now.
0: Man, congratulations on becoming a father, man. it's a, that's the most difficult thing you'll ever do in your life. yet It's the most uh, gratifying thing as well. Ah, there's seems to be
3: very, very true each and every day, man.
0: <laughs> so, uh, let's talk a little bit about your time at Ripley high school, man. Uh, d- standout basketball player you're I I believe if I'm correct uh, you guys went to the state tournament in golf as well is that is that true
3: yeah absolutely I actually played in the uh, golf state tournament all four years of high school um, from my freshman year on so that was a an interesting accomplishment not many people can can say that uh, in any sport so it was it was a great experience and had a lot of fun you know playing uh, playing golf through high school but yeah, basketball was kind of uh, the number one and what even helped prepare or propel me into uh, college.
0: Yeah, you you had a basketball in your hand from the time you were just a young guy. I remember seeing you with your dad and, uh, around uh, the campus there, even as a, a little fella, and you always had a basketball. You were dribbling and, and shooting and, and preparing for, for what was ahead for you at Ripley High School. Uh, what did you learn through all of that? I know you know, you come from a family of athletes, so it's not like uh, you were the one guy out there doing it. It was it was you were just part of the the Waybright crew that uh, have, have been so successful at Ripley High School in athletics from your dad, your uncle and, you know, on down the line.
3: Yeah, no, uh, I, there's a lot to you take away from from athletics and sports. And as you're very aware, I mean, uh, especially when you play a team game, um, it really prepares you for life. Uh, being part of a team, being part of a bigger purpose, putting in the work the effort uh and getting rewarded for that and It's the same thing you know that's uh, helped me even carry over into my career so it's uh it was a it was a great time you know uh, at Ripley and enjoyed nothing better than Friday night with a, a packed a packed house um you know some great memories of some great great games some of the battles been in the MSAC and even with cross County rivals with the Ravenswood, we had some good matchups with them over the years and uh, definitely look fondly back on, on many of those games.
0: Now, there's something really special, you know, about playing in college, of course, as you went on to play uh, college basketball as well, but you know, the difference between playing, especially at a school like Ripley where the fan support is so great uh, when you leave high school and go to college, it becomes more of a job. It's not quite uh, as enjoyable from a day in day out basis as high school sports is. Talk about that transition when, when you moved on from, from being a big fish at Ripley high school to just being another guy uh, on the team uh, when you got to college.
3: No, it's a, it's a great question. And it was one of those things that, um, luckily i had a a great coach you know greg zimmerman at at alderson brought us we had a lot of of good success there but he brought us in early um i remember before my freshman season we came in early we had been doing conditioning and training all throughout the summer um after i signed but um we came in early and and we got some games in and and very quickly from open gym you you realized uh, it was a different level. It was a different thing. And then all of a sudden you start getting kind of the the daily schedule of, uh, whether it's film or, you know, weightlifting, individual conditioning, um, shots, team practice, you know, and then even breaking it down. We had, you know, times with guards and, um, so it was, it was a lot, but, you know, it was, it was something that really creates a, a, a really big bond between that group of guys, and, and still some of the guys that I speak to, you know, each and every day, each and every week, um, that I played with. So it it was it was a, it was a different transition, but it, it was good too. At the same time, it, it makes you uh, again kind of prepare for for life even afterwards because you're held accountable and um, yeah. you you have to put the work in if you're gonna uh, actually do you know do anything on the court.
0: Now I know personally you still listen to Vikings sports from time to time, and I know that because every once in a while you'll call your dad and I on our way home from a game or on our way to a game. So I know you keep up a little bit when you have an opportunity to. What's it like for you to to listen and, and see how your alma mater's doing? And and I know you're a big fan, and I know you love to see the Vikings do
3: well. Yeah, no, it's great, man. Um, it, it, one of the best things with the uh, C98 app, you can, you can really listen to you guys anywhere, which has been nice. And there'll be uh, either games that I've kind of looked at, or, you know, talking to you or dad that I know is going on and, and we'll, we'll put on the radio or put on the, the phone. Um, but it's, it you know, it, it, it's great. It brings back a lot of memories. Um, it, it's great to see how the programs have progressed, you know, even since, I was there. I mean, it, it's a lot different now. Um, even how the game's changed, you know, to an extent, there's still a lot of similarities. As, you know, the, the game of basketball is still putting the ball through the hoop. Um, but the way that, you know, the game has progressed, the way the players have progressed, it, it's, it's a lot of fun to kind of keep up with. And, you know, there is a, that hometown pride.
0: How much would you like to play in a system now where they – emphasize shooting multiple numbers of threes in a ball game that was not a thing when we were in school
3: <laughs> no but i'll tell you what brian uh, that's what i loved about college when I mean, we were one of the, the college teams and, and you know from kind of watching us play a few times back in the day um i mean we set national records for the number of threes in the game number of threes made in the game number of i mean and it was nothing for us to to put the running gun on on people and, and it was a a, a tremendous I mean that was some of the funnest years of playing ball I've ever had for multiple reasons but just that up tempo you know coming down it wasn't anything for us to pull up you know multiple feet behind the three-point line and coach was okay with that um, as long as it was a good shot so it was a it was a lot of fun to play but but you know today you know the game is even even a little bit more you know with the, the pick and roll you know the isolation but then the emphasis on the three point shot and, uh, you know, the analytics behind it, which is uh, you know pretty interesting. Sometimes if you dig into it around the value of a three point shot versus even a layup, it's uh, it's interesting to see how the game has progressed. And, and it's it's great to see at the same. So I still,
0: still kind of cringe when I see a guy. All alone under the basket, and he kicks it out for a wide open three. Even
3: though I know that's <laughs> the, the
0: way the game is now, you know, that's but Cole. Before I let you go, man, uh, talk about family, what they mean to you. We had your little sister on here a couple of weeks ago. Uh, she was an, a very accomplished player, went on to play at college as well. We all know what your dad did, uh, and the support system that you had when you were playing. Just talk about family and, and, and what you guys uh, mean to each other.
3: Uh, you know, family's everything to us. You know, Brian. Not only are you know my parents uh, apparently figures, and, and we're, we're you know, strict and everything else, but but now even um, that I've become a dad, and and even here in the later years, as, as both Kara and I have got into our own careers, you know, they're really you know some of our best friends, and we've we've had a great support structure with. A big family, aunts and uncles, cousins, um, you know, grandparents who, who were always there for us came to a lot of games, put a lot of miles on, on vehicles, uh, between traveling all over the state of West Virginia through high school and, and even college watching, uh, Kara and I play. And it was, you know, awesome because there was no, at, at no time, um, I had some pretty big dreams, right. You know, yeah. playing college basketball and doing a lot of different things. And, and at no point was there any ever, um, any discouragement. It was always, all right, well, here's what, what's going to take. And I yeah. know my parents made a lot of sacrifices over the years so that Karen and I could have some of the opportunities that we had and and even have today. And it's, uh um, it's pretty awesome you know it's it just again having that family support and and you you know personally how big our family is and yeah we were together a lot and um, it's it's just nice uh, it was it was a great support system and you know we worked hard but uh, there was always someone there to help us to guide us to coach us to um, you know kick our butts if we needed needed it and it all worked out
0: well, buddy, thanks for taking the time, man. Best of luck to you and Lindsay and the uh, little man down in Orlando. You guys stay safe. Get back up here and visit us. Uh, we got to get back out on the links this summer. And uh, you know, again, best of luck to you guys. And thanks for taking the time.
3: Uh, no, thanks, thanks, Brian. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll definitely be up here, hopefully soon. Um, get get past some of this uh, stuff going on in the, in the crazy world, but but uh, hopefully soon we'll be up there and. I would love to uh, enjoy around the golf as the days on the court are very limited now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank, thanks, buddy. Take All right, man. Out.
3: See you.
0: A recent Ripley High grad had a mid-season injury, but still says his college experience on the junior varsity basketball team was a positive one.
1: We're talking on Viking three sixty with recent Ripley High graduate Carter Casto now playing basketball in the state of Kentucky at Midway University. And uh, Carter, tell us how life has been with with the Eagles at Midway University.
2: Uh, That's been pretty good so far. I honestly love it up here. And it's been a pretty fun freshman year.
1: And you had some uh, injury problems, but uh, all that happened in the first half of the season, and you're helping to rebound from that and move on.
2: Yeah, the, these past couple of days have been starting to ease my way back in, and I've been getting shots up every day and feeling a lot better. So hopefully I'll be in good shape by the start
1: of next season. Uh, at Carter, at Ripley High School, you were known as someone who took full advantage. You participated in a lot of different things at Ripley High School. It, it's, I'm assuming that has to be a little bit different once you get to the college
3: level.
2: Yeah, I played soccer and some other stuff in high school, but I have to take it more, like, individually in college because I can't really play other sports. Cause it's a lot more time-consuming. But sometimes I practice with the volleyball team just, you know, when I don't have stuff to do, I, I practice with the other teams. But I can't, like, officially play for them.
1: And Carter... Um you had uh, received an academic honor, I know, during the fall semester. So tell us uh, what you're majoring in and tell us just a little bit about Midway University and, and what it's like.
2: Um, I'm majoring in business this year. And Midway is it, it's just a small school. So, like, um, you get to know your professors really well, really quick. And everybody's really nice. And you get to know your classmates because you end up having several classes with each of them. And it's honestly
1: just a great environment up here. Carter, that's great. Congratulations uh, on the academic honors, and we hope that you're able to return uh, to the basketball court and, uh, and fight on with the Midway Eagles. Thank you very much. Thank you. He's a new father as well as a new member of the University of Pikeville baseball pitching staff. This former Viking handles all the new pressures with a smile on his face.
0: Joined now by Viking, uh, former Viking, I should say, one of my favorites uh, of all time to come through here and wear the blue and white multi-sport athlete, now proving to be the same at U Pike, our good friend Luke Leahy. Luke, thanks for being with me, buddy. Well, it's good to be here, Brian. Thank you for having me. First and foremost man, you're a father. Congratulations. Not not uh nothing really better than that, my man.
4: Oh, uh, thank you. I appreciate it, you know, and as uh it was a surprise blessing for me and as each day goes on, you know, I I'm more thankful for every opportunity that I have and it's it's one of those things that just, you know, lets you lets lets you know what what's really important in life and it's been it's been nothing but that Let's talk about your life, man. Uh, you, stood, you were a standout player on the U-Pike basketball
0: team. Now you're on the baseball diamond, a place you're familiar with. Give us an update uh, of how that's going with you.
4: You know, it's been really well. Uh, you know, it was early last semester and I was kind of just doing my job here on campus for my master's program. And, uh, the coach come up to me and started asking me about it, and I didn't think much of it. And two days later, I was out there on the mound throwing. And but it's been a good a good transition from baseball to be, or basketball to baseball, and then just working to get my arm in shape. And hopefully, I can do something to help out the team. You know, it's hopefully I can help get some wins. You're- there are a lot of six, seven, six,
0: eight basketball players out there, but there are not a lot of six, seven, six, eight baseball players. Uh, you definitely stand out out there. And the guy that always comes to mind for me because I'm, I'm aging myself here, Luke, but uh, Randy Johnson, every every since I've watched you through high school on the mound, you remind me of Randy Johnson, a big, tall, rangy, lanky kind of guy that could really throw the ball hard. Uh, and, and you remind me of him. What What is it about pitching for you? You've, you've played team sports your whole life, uh, but but being a pitcher is a little bit different. You're kind of out there on an island, so to speak, by yourself. What is it about that,
4: that that you love so much? And it's it's really just the competitive aspect of it. You know, everyone who knows me knows that I love winning more than a lot of things, and when I'm up there, it's just me and that batter, and my only goal is to get him out and his only goal is to get a hit off me. And, you know, if it's up to me, I'm never going to allow that, but you know, baseball happens, that'll happen, but it's really just the competitive one-on-one aspect of it. It's just me and that batter. You know, and I have, have always talked
0: back and forth about the possibility of you playing baseball, even when you were playing basketball, that there was always a possibility that Luke, when baseball when basketball was over maybe baseball would be an option and maybe baseball could be something that you could play beyond college is that something that that
4: crosses your mind oh uh, it's definitely something that's crossed my mind is I mean many people have told it our pitching coach here you know Will Sheffield a great coach and both coaches uh coach Hamilton and then Zach Minnick he's even uh the assistant coach here they've all said that you know I have great potential and you know, hopefully that I can work enough and I can help see what that potential really could reach to. And, but that's one of those things that, you know, time and my work ethic, you know, that that'll be the teller of it. So I'm excited to see how it could go. What what type of role do you expect to see uh, on the mound? Are you going to be a reliever, a middle reliever, a closer, a a starter? What do you think uh, will be your role? Uh, I'll definitely be more of a closer is my arm is, you know, I haven't played baseball in about four years and, my arm's really not in too much shape to throw too many pitches, but I can come out there and I can throw about 25 to 30 pitches really good. So hopefully I can use those to get us out of jams, to get us out of tough innings and maybe even close the ball game. And, and that's, and that's still really, I don't think one of my biggest roles on the team, as far as from a leadership standpoint, you know, me and my good buddy, Brady Schmidt, we played basketball here the last two years and, you know, we've been a part of a winning culture and, a lot of these younger basketball or baseball guys, they just – they don't really understand the winning aspect of it. And that's one of the things we're trying to really do is just, you know, and show them, you know, how a winner acts, how a winner practices, you know, and what it takes to win really. Talk about being a closer, Luke, and and
0: how difficult mentally that is. Not so much physically – Uh, you know, you come up in a one-run game and and you give up a double to the first guy you face. You got a runner in scoring position, nobody out, and and you got the two, three, and four-hole batters coming up. Uh, You got to be a pretty mentally tough dude to
4: handle that situation. Oh, yes, without a doubt. And, I mean, it's – the whole game's been riding, and then all of a sudden it's all on you. And, thankfully, you know, back in high school, that's a position that I'm very familiar with. It's a position that I thrive in, really. And I think that, you know, my uh, background as being a closer in high school is really coming in to help. But it's it's definitely hard. I mean, it's same for you when you were a, a kicker. It's the whole game's on the line on a little – on a field goal. And it's – I mean, that's a lot of pressure that you can probably relate to too. Just a little yeah. little tiny guy coming running
0: out on the field wearing a clean uniform that nobody's heard from <laughs> the whole game. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, man, Luke, uh, first of all – you know congratulations on everything that's going on with you dude we're so proud of you uh you've always been so gracious with your time with us and your interviews and uh you know it's crazy because I remember interviewing you as a boy and now you're a man and and you know it's it's crazy to watch you how you've grown and 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 what you've uh started to turn into as a man and the guy that you're becoming now a father and uh, hopefully a guy chasing a dream to Major League Baseball, man. I mean, nothing will make us any uh, prouder uh, to, to be able to see you out there one day. But nonetheless, man, uh, congratulations on the success the, and the continued success that you're going to have down there at U Pike.
4: Thank you, Brian. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate you guys following me and giving me all the support that you have. It It really means a lot.
0: That's a wrap for episode 77 of Viking 360. And just like we mentioned last week, stay tuned. We have a couple of new sponsors joining forces with Viking 360. We'll have more on that in next week's episode. Until then, stay warm, and we'll talk to you next week. Go Vikes! Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, Search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.